what is going on, internet, and those listening from behind the cupboards and the shelves. Uh, when? You think there's someone in here with us? I'm just saying, like, there could be. The uh, the classic meme, Mr. FBI Man could be here. You're right. Watching, watching through, through my webcam. Uh, I wouldn't see anything for that webcam. That webcam That's is true. rough. Yeah. Actually, I, I'm pretty sure I told you I had an assignment in school where, like, I had to use the webcam, but I was already, like, it, this assignment was, like, 5% didn't matter, and then I couldn't get my webcam working, so I was like, eh, whatever. You, your phone camera is better than that webcam. You should just use your phone. Why did it have I think to be, I had to, like... It had to be connected? Yeah, it had to be connected to something like that, and I was... That's I, weird. Yeah. That's um, one of the... Not, like, one of the reasons I bought the Mac, but, like, I was, like, I know that, like, they've got a real solid, like, camera on yeah. these front. When did you ever used it? Uh, I used it to record a birthday video for Steve. Oh, how nice of you. Yes, it was very nice of me. Was it better than just using your phone? Uh, oh, yeah. I think that thing's, like, 1080. Really? Yeah. Well, also, your phone doesn't shoot in 1080? Oh, my phone does shoot in 1080, but, like, it looks better because it's bigger. Yeah, okay. Because, like, if you're shooting 1080 on, like, this... If you're shooting 1080, it doesn't matter. I, I, I know. I'm just saying, like, yeah. it feels better. It feels better. Also, like, everyone, else, everyone else's video was a uh, portrait. Oh, they're fair. I remember that one. Yeah, that was so disappointing. <laughs> yep. So Speaking uh, of disappointment, can we talk about your brother and how he watched it? <laughs> <laughs> I wish you were here to tell the story. Yeah. So um, Palmer, uh, frequent guest on this show, uh, told me the story about this happened two years ago. I Yeah, it was two years ago. They went away and they were like driving to like some town and Palmer watched uh, Inception, the... Uh, I would say Calmly Held is, like, one of the most confusing films ever, but, like, not in, like, a bad way. And, like, a, yeah. this is, like, you have to really pay attention to understand what's going on here. There's, like, jokes about understanding Inception. Palmer watched it without sound. Only subtitles. So... I have a question. Okay. Because I didn't, I didn't ask this before. I'm, like... I, I like, Is the question why? Me, no. Well, you called me and your brother told me, and I just hung up on him because I was so, like... <laughs> just so disappointed in like everything he's become. Yeah. But was that his first time watching Inception? Did he watch it with us? Though? That's my question because like if it was his second, like if he was rewatching it, whatever. Like okay, whatever. But like if that was your first experience, because we watched it like a long. That was time. like four or five years ago, I'd say. Yeah. So I'm not sure if he was there. That's bad. I I hope I hope so. Because yeah. I didn't even consider that. I just assumed he had seen it before. Yeah. He also um, watched 30 Rock uh, with the opposite, with uh, no no visuals, only only sound. It sounds kind of sounds kind of like this show. I think, <laughs> I think he was performing like a social experiment because he's like, what's it like to have no sight? And what's it like to have no hearing? Because do you remember, uh, like, it was like a couple weeks ago where like Black Panther obviously came out. Yeah. And everyone, like, was, like, everyone wanted to go, like, see it because, you know, everyone wanted to go see that movie. Yeah. Which is apparent by the, all the money it made. Yeah. Has it passed Avengers yet, do you know? Uh, I think it's top three, but, like, it's weird because, like, the way they break it down, they always break it down to make it look better and better. So, it was, like, yeah. the four-day forecast on it is blank. And you're, like, well, that doesn't really. Yeah, it's because it's a four-day weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. But, like, people were, like, man. Watching movies with uh, closed captions are real bad in the theater because the theaters don't do them, and when they do, it's bad. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was uh, that was that. You know what this is, DJ? What is this? It's the Chairman Show. Mm. Uh, we come to you, we talk, uh, and we discuss. You know, me, myself, the host, mm-hmm. Jackson Wells, DJ, the uh, man with the string in his sweater. 
They're pretty even today. I'm impressed with myself. Yeah. Is that a new shirt? No. No? Not no. at all? Eh, kind of. Did, did you see the meme going around Twitter where it's like, get you a boy who looks like this, and you're wearing like the exact same... Yeah, wasn't it like the... Uh... The one where like someone quote tweeted it and was like, "That looks like a Netflix original, like twenty year old or something." Yeah. yeah, yeah, I saw that meme. It reminded me of Donald Glover on Community. I was like, "That's that's <laughs> what he wore every episode." Yep, you look. Uh, you pulling off the uh, Donald Glover? No, I look. wasn't going for that, but here well, we are. Well, you know what, DJ, I, I want to tell you, talk to you about something real quick. Okay. So uh, this is gonna, this is gonna mildly bridge, uh, the gap between our two shows. Okay. But I'm just going to really quickly throw it out. So I'm watching National Treasure today. I watched the last third of it. It's a Nicolas Cage kind of like movie that's like, uh, you know, they're, you're, you're globe trotting. You're uh, yeah. looking for clues and treasures and stuff like that. And I realized it's basically just in charge of the movie. Yeah. But like it's got Nicolas Cage. So like it was one of those things where I was like, if this movie had like, and I'm not saying Nicolas Cage is a bad actor. Maybe he is. That's not really for me to decide. Yeah. But no like, one knows. he's just got this look to him that's just not, I just can't look at him mm-hmm. without just feeling real bad. So I'm like, every time I'm looking at this movie, I was like, how did he get cast as the lead? Like, and he's like the hero. Like, he's like, he's the Nathan Drake of this movie. Yeah. So I'm like, how did this, how did this happen? Mm-hmm. Why is, uh, why is Nicolas Cage the star of this? Also like, let me, let me give you some, some tropes that I saw in this movie. Okay, hit me with the tropes. Uh, so you've got, uh. You've got a bad guy who wants, who's got just an army. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then uh, the bad guy kidnaps good guy's girlfriend to make him help him finish solving the thing, which is like solving yeah, like the that, mystery or whatever. Yeah, that sounds and, like Uncharted. And then here's a, here, here's a good one for you. <laughs> a line Nicolas Cage says is, you've made me do all the work finding this secret. Might as well finish this. <laughs> yeah, that sounds exactly like Uncharted. There's... There's a scene where they're like, they've got, there's like a, a pinwheel and they've got to p- push it to open a door. <laughs> and then they they go to this golden city and then it just starts to flood and they have to escape. Isn't that what happened in Uncharted 2? <laughs> I think so. I can't remember. That, no, that's uh, Uncharted 3. Uncharted 3, yeah. When yeah. you're like, uh, yeah, yeah. In the same place. And then you've got like, you're, they've got a, like a doofus friend. Yeah. Who's like the cameraman Jeff of this. Sh- of course, cameraman Jeff. Classic and he, character. And then, and then like at the end, they're like, oh man, didn't get any treasure. And the, the goofy guy pulls a gold brick out of his backpack. It's like, got a few coins to spare. <laughs> and I'm just like. <sighs> that sounds, that sounds great. It was like really, it was, it wasn't bad. I'll say. Yeah. And, uh. It was a fun time. I didn't watch most of the movie, so I don't really know the context, but they were in Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. All this takes place in Mount Rushmore. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, imagine this, right? Okay. Uncharted 5. Mm. Whenever we get there, which we eventually will. In the photo mode of the game, it's just Cameraman Jeff. Ah, cameraman Jeff's just like when you're like you don't actually move around like a regular photo mode, but yeah. you have to like you, you have, have to like platform to different areas. It's so like, like a ca- it's like a whole shot. it's like a mini game. Yeah, it's like a mini game mm. with cameraman Jeff. I like this a lot. Or 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 cameraman Jeff stars as the main lead in the next Pokemon Snap game. Okay, so we got some crossing. Yeah, we got uh, some crossing of platforms. Crossing but of I platforms. Think, okay. I think it's a good idea. I, I mean, like uh, Cloud was in Smash, so exactly. Here it can we happen. go. It can happen. I uh, 
I like it. Uh, I don't think it'll. <laughs> no. Uh, I think everything about this is likely. I just want to make to make to. I just wanted to make mention of the fact that like Nicolas Cage is a movie star. Like he is the star yeah. of a movie. National Treasure is not a bad movie. It's just like I can't look at him and say, yeah, I believe this. Yeah. There's also a scene where um, oh, you're gonna love this. This is perfect. They're like, they're on like this platform thing. Like there's four people and they're standing in four corners. And like, if you move, like the thing kind of like follows, so you have to kind of level the weight. And so the people stand at the edge and want us to jump to like the, uh, to like a ladder to climb up. And so near the end, it's obviously cause you know, Nicholas Cage is the hero. He's the last one, yeah. but like, Oh man, this is going to fall. So the thing starts to break. And as it's breaking, he's running up it and he jumps and grabs the ladder just in time. <sighs> so uncharted. <laughs> It's so like, ah, it's so weird. Cause I was like, and then they were doing certain things where I was like, this is really weird and tropey. And then I thought about it, I was like, oh, I think the Uncharted series is like golden tier, and they do the exact same thing, so I can't complain about this. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine Nicolas Cage like running and jumping. Yeah, like him. I can't imagine him like moving. You know, like I can't even see him walking. You can't. Like, even what see does him. that look like? I don't know, man. I just see his face every now and then, just trying to look away real quickly. It's weird because, like, I've never... Um, I must have watched some Nicolas Cage in something, but, like, I just can't think of anything right now. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. It's just weird. I want, you know what movie I watched, like, probably when I was, like, nine I for some reason? Hit me. Knowing. Do you remember Knowing. that movie? It was a Nicolas Cage movie. Is it, it was, like, like, the end of the world? Oh, like, he yeah, knew, yeah, like, yeah, he knew, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. when certain disasters yeah. were going to happen leading up to the end. I remember this, yes. Yeah. Watched that movie. Was... I remember, like way too much of it for like that happening like 12 years ago mm-hmm. super weird movie super i weird. i don't think i can't i'm trying to think of nicholas cage movies i've seen but like i just can't name any it's yeah. weird because like i guess i've seen um the rock which is oh wait no uh gone 60 seconds is a nicholas cage movie and that movie's also like fine but like nicholas cage once again plays like a getaway car driver and i'm just like i, I just can't do it man mm-hmm. also like how was he ever a leading man because like even before he was just crazy yeah. he had like he doesn't just, he just looks weird he's a weird looking guy yeah I don't like why him. is he why why i can't imagine him like not reading a movie though you know like how yeah. is how is nicholas cage or something i think character? he's nicholas cage like he put out a movie like a movie he was in came out like this in 2018 i i don't i only like in briefly read about it yeah, horrible. It wasn't like it wasn't even like a real movie. It's like a made for TV or like direct to DVD movie. He should have. He should do what like people like Sean Connery did when they got old, or like people who are like getting a little older and like can't lead a movie. Just play like, the really cool old guy in the movie. See, I can't. I don't know. I feel like he should just like run away from humanity. I mean, He's like not he meant sh- for us. I mean, at a certain point, he should he should have done it a long time ago. So might as well just yeah. keep going now. You know what he would movies he would be great in? What Sharknado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a little above him, or not, not above him. No, that's, below that's, him. No, that's perfect for him. I think. But like, I don't know. I think he should. He should move on. He yeah. should definitely move on from film. Or celebrity Big Brother. I think. I think you think too little of Nicolas Cage. Why? Like he made like three good movies, so like. Yeah, I know, but like his career is pretty much over. Oh well, I mean, like yes, but he should just it should just be over. Really. He I, should. I feel like Nicolas Cage prime for like a, like a meme worthy comeback, not like a real comeback, just one that's like a joke. Huh. 
like you know the type that oh, just, oh like they, they oh, come yeah. back and they're just like why why are you back but also like thanks for coming back <laughs> yes of course like ian zeering in sharknado yeah or tara reed in sharknado yeah or like why are you back but also okay this is funny <laughs> sure yeah okay are you ready to transition because i got i got a topic yeah. for you dj okay. i want you me to predict the 2018 cool. oscars the 2018 oscars <laughs> This is a good topic idea. This is a good, so I have a list of nominees here. We're gonna we're not gonna start with the pick best picture. We're gonna work our way up there. I'm going to read for you. Okay, I have one. I have one contingency. Okay. For for categories that like I've seen like multiple or maybe even just one of these movies, I do want to pick I, like my personal ones. But I also want to. Okay, I because I I feel the exact same with you because I yeah. I um I predicted the Oscars like my like it's tonight my um Palmer and our mom. We usually watch, like, I work, I work tonight, so obviously I'm not, but, like, we usually watch and predict. So, like, I've got my predictions locked, and I have, and beside a few of them, I wrote, I want this one to win, but, like, I don't think it will, because obviously it's a competition. I have to beat my family, yeah. but, like, I also know who I want to win. So, you ready, DJ? Yeah. We're going to start right from the bottom. Not necessarily the worst, but, like, just now the bottom of this now list. Oh, there you go. Visual effects. You ready, DJ? Okay. Here Wait are the back. nominees. I'm not going to name the, I'm not going to give Wait you back. a name of the people. No, no, no. listen, hear me out. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. No. War for the Planet of the Apes. I haven't seen it, but like I, I imagine Andy Serkis did a good job. Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah, yeah, that's the winner. Kong Skull Island. Mm-hmm. Star Wars: The Last Jedi. No. I want you to note, DJ, that there are two primate-based nominees here: War for the Planet of the Apes and Kong Skull Island. Yeah, that's good. I just want to throw that out there. You, you, you... How many are Andy? Is Andy Serkis involved in just the one? Andy Serkis is in definitely in War for the Planet of the Apes. I cannot. He's in Star Wars. Right, he's Snoke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know Pretty about good for Kong. Him, though. Maybe he plays the. I, maybe he plays King Kong. He played King Kong in the uh, 2005 Peter Jackson film King Kong, starring Jack Black. Okay. Also, why was Jack Black a leading man in a serious role? Anyways, moving on. We've already talked about that. You, yeah. you going Blade Runner? I, I would predict Blade Runner, and I also I think Blade Runner. I think War. I think War for the Planet of the Apes. I all of them would probably have the best shot. I uh, I voted for War for the Planet of the Apes, and I think that should win because that movie DJ. I don't well, know if we ever talked. Blade Runner's got a. Have Have you seen? I haven't seen it, but okay. Like... In War for the Planet of the Apes, they literally just look perfect. Yeah. Like you know how like we talked a little bit about how like Black Panther looks a little weird some points stuff like that. This movie just the whole time do they just look so real. In like the worst way possible because they look like real apes talking. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, change my pick to for mm-hmm. what I want and that because like now I'm thinking of visual effects. Like I was thinking, I was like, like because like when I hear visual, right? I'm obviously like Boy Runner. But like when you think best. like effects wise, effects wise, it's like there's not even that many. Like, yeah, they don't do a whole like they lot. recreate. It's the mostly girl. practical. Yeah, yeah. Which that's what that's part of the reason why I voted for war. Also, just also, also just be like. They need to get if I don't know if the other two have won, but like the they look so good, they deserve it. Yeah. Okay. Here we go next. Sound mixing, everyone's favorite award. Blade Runner. Yeah. Star Wars: Last Jedi, The Shape of Water, Blade Runner twenty two four nine, Dunkirk, and Baby Driver. You know what? Dun- Dunkirk has a shot. Yeah, that's why I, I was saying the same with Baby Driver. Like the way that movies like put together is really good, but like I do think Blade Runner wins. It's just yeah. got like an it's just got like a ambient mood. Yeah, based on and the how sound, they, like, they kind of like how they like somehow managed to like both like reference the original and like also top it. Yeah, like in all aspects of that movie, including the sound, is yeah. like, insane. Uh, so yeah, I I my uh, runner up here would be Blade, Baby Driver yeah. because just that movie like integrates music so well and like yeah. a, not in like a 
score way but just in like a soundtrack you're like it just makes sense and everything mm-hmm. and this one this is where we get start to split hairs before, real before we go okay before star we go. wars star wars no no you no. Didn't, didn't like the sound like, mixing in star just, wars it's just like it's the same thing like that's the only yeah. reason like it's enjoyable no, it's DJ, not that impressive this is not necessarily uh um, the new tracks aren't very good no this is not necessarily music this is like all sound i know i know yeah, yeah. i definitely agree with you though i don't think there is a score uh thing so this is and there this is more the kind of sound thing sound editing mm-hmm. so we've got bit blade runner 2049 which i think i think i voted for baby driver dunkirk star wars the shape of water i think i went baby driver on this one just because just like the way all forms of editing in that film are just mm-hmm. like the cuts that make it like so you're paying attention and believe what's happening mm-hmm. is impressive when they're when you're driving so fast in those yeah. cars you gotta go fast when you're a driver mm-hmm I think that one would probably be like the one that Dunkirk would maybe. Yeah, Dunkirk. The other one, like, I think my votes would probably go like Blade Runner for the one before this, then Dunkirk. Yeah, but Dunkirk's sound is like one of is. I think we downplay Dunkirk a little bit just because it is kind of like middle of the road, I'd say for uh, Nolan, Nolan, even like lower. And also, just like in this year, you just assume everything's great, but then you think about it, you're like, Dunkirk's just kind of like middle of the road this year, which is weird. Yeah, because it is. I think it is a very it's good a great film. Movie, yeah. But it's like, probably if, my least favorite Nolan that I've seen. Yeah, which is not saying a lot considering his pedigree. Yeah. But yeah, the sound of that movie is just like the. It's just so loud. Yeah. Like so loud. <laughs> uh, okay, next. This one might be a uh, might be a bit of a struggle. Mm-hmm. Production design. Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Dunkirk. The Shape of Water. Beauty and the Beast or Darkest Hour? Does that mean like set character design? Uh, and like there's a production design, and I'm pretty sure. Let me just scroll up. Production design. There's also uh, like makeup and hairstyling, which is different. Yeah. So this is more like the sets. Yeah, the and, sets like, and stuff the... like that. No, there is a costume design, so this wouldn't necessarily yeah, be costumes. So is, okay. Be like sets. I would go. Um, ooh, let me just scroll back down to check this. Did I give you the nominees here? I did. Yeah. I would I say remember. production design. A Blade Runner, Dunkirk, Shape of Water, Beauty and the Beast, Dark Sour. I'm going to throw out uh, Shape of Water on this one just because that film is uh, a period piece that's set in the 1950s. And it just it just consistently looks perfect like that. So mm-hmm. I'm going to throw that out there. And just like yeah. Gamera's got a little bit of an eye for the stuff like that. Yeah. Putting things together. All the like all the different like environments and places you go in Blade Runner are uh, all uh, like so cool. Yeah. But like they're just so like shrouded in dust, you can't really see any. Yeah, like I'm not sure if that's like that's the Blade Runner mm-hmm. category. Dunkirk's also shout a good out, option. Shout out to um, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I watched like I'd say I probably watched like 20 minutes of it when we were in Newfoundland. My grandmother, and my sister were watching, it, and I was just like, we're talking the live room. action one, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. We were like walking. I was just kind of like walking in another room because there's only like two rooms in the house. Yeah. So like. I watched for like twenty minutes of it, and I'm just like, this like this looks is very good, like yeah. what they did. Mm-hmm. So that that was a good shout out, DJ. I didn't quite expect that. Yeah, also, uh, yeah. uh, the people just—I'm not saying the names nominated for this, just because like, there's a lot of names. Yeah. Uh, the production. There's two categories for your pr- of like the people who get nominated for this: the production designer and the set decoration. I like the term decorate. Like it seems fun. Yeah. Anyways, this is this is this is a good one for you, DJ. Okay. Original song. Okay. Uh, Mystery of Love by Surf Jan Stevens for the film Call Me By Your Name. Mighty River by Raphael Sadiq for the film Mudbound. Remember Me. Uh, it's a PS3 it, game made by Dotnod. Uh, <laughs> from Coco. So okay. you've got This Is Me from The Greatest Showman and Stand Up for Something from Marshall. Now, I, I assume you have no... 
Isn't Hugh Jackman in The Greatest Showman? Yes. I'll go with that. That's that. That was uh, that was my vote too. I think uh, Remember Me. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that gets me here. Greatest Showman. I don't know if I talk about this. I love that movie. Really good. Uh, they nominated the one song for me that I was that I was just mad on, which is weird. Does like, Hugh Jackman sing it? No, he doesn't. Aw, shame. Uh, but it is a very good song. Uh, Remember Me from Coco, on the other hand, is, like, really good and has a lot of, like, weight in the story. And I'm not sure uh, how much that kind of affects the... I don't think... It, it doesn't affect it very much. It's more, like, single-worthy. So I think uh, The Greatest Showman's a good answer. I think Coco might have it locked. I think I voted for Greatest Showman, though, just because I wanted them to win. Just gotta believe, man. I know. Uh, this this is This is a good one for you, DJ. Original screenplay. We've got The Shape of Water by Guillermo del Toro, Jordan Peele for Get Out, uh, Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird, Emily V. Gordon and Kumail Najani for The Big Sick, and Martin McDonoghue for Three Brutal Boards Out of Edside, Ebbing, Missouri. I thought this was going to be the one with uh, Logan. Is this, that the uh, Logan's Best... adapted screenplay. Right, okay. So here uh, was a struggle for me. I voted for, uh, I think it went Get Out. Because I have a feeling Get Out's not really gonna pick up anything else. I, I don't. I can't see it winning Best Picture or no. Best Director. And there seems like there's some weird stuff going on with that. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, I went. I went Get Out, but this one I wrote beside it. Uh, shout out to the Big Sick. Please win an Oscar. Yeah, that, that's all I would have to say too. Yeah, because like, can you imagine? That that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Like they won because like those 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 people are some cool cats, and that's mm-hmm. their first like screenplay they wrote as a movie. Yeah. Together, husband and wife. How beautiful. Yeah. And it's nice. about them being husband and wife. So like that'd be nice. Yeah. Also, the Shape of Water story. Yikes. Uh, this is this is a pretty good category though. A lot a lot of big hitters, and there's like they've got like the obvious ones, and then just like some fun ones thrown in. Well, not like fun ones thrown in, but like. Ones you went yeah. like the big stick was nominated. Like, that, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's an Amazon movie. Yeah. So shout out to them. Here we go. Original score. This is where you get angry. John Williams, Star Wars, Last Jedi. No. Hans Zimmer, oh, Dunkirk. Uh, Johnny Greenwood, Phantom Thread. Andre Desplat, uh, The Shape of Water, and Carter Burwell for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Mm-hmm. The only good thing that John Williams wrote for like the new trilogy was Ray's theme. Yes. And like that's like okay, mm-hmm. like that's not like really good it's just like yeah i uh, that's the only one you've recognized we 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 had this conversation recently about hans zimmer versus john williams yeah and while i while i will well i will throw out there that uh john williams has the most iconic like songs like he did he's done like raiders of the lost ark like star wars jurassic park like he's got like stuff like hans zimmer is just like overall like catalog yeah, like, it's insane. I think I was looking up with my dad. Like Hans Zimmer has been nominated like fifty times for the Oscars, and he's done like sixty movies. Yeah. <laughs> so like that. Has he ever won? I assume. I, I assume he's won. I can't. I can't imagine he hasn't won. Yeah. Like in, Interstellar. Like that, that's one of those things. Like he. I think he's less of a hits man. Yeah. If we're talking like scores, like he's more of the. Uh, he's got more of like a depth. Like John Williams is like Justin Bieber. Like you got you got those hits. Yeah. Uh, Hans Zimmer is just I can't think of a good analogy right now yes but like he's got that depth and my vote here though is uh, Shape of Water soundtrack which is surprising because the movie was a little meh for me but like it like I said it's got that like it's got a style to it that yeah was really played through the soundtrack but I mean Dunkirk everything Hans Zimmer touches is just fantastic the Dark Knight theme like come on DJ yeah like I've like Every now and then, like, I'll throw on, like, a Hans Zimmer soundtrack 
for like while I'm playing Rocket League or something, just like very very randomly. Yeah. Like it'll just pop up my feed and it's like I'm gonna listen to the Man of Steel theme right now. But like I've never actually gone back and listened to uh, Dunkirk's, which I should yeah, do because no. like I've like I listened to like probably the entirety of like Interstellar soundtrack and that yeah. stuff's like so good. Yeah. yeah but like I'm almost I should go back to Dunkirk's. Yes. I don't have a horse in the race though. But yeah. Uh, I think it's definitely gonna be the ship water for this one. Uh, I wouldn't. Yeah. No. I don't know. That's that's all I have to say about that. This one here, uh, makeup and hairstyling. This one's the one that uh, Suicide Squad won. Yep. Uh, this one's got some better so nominees. So it has no I'd merit. <laughs> um, the Darkest Hour, which is the movie where Gary Oldman plays Winston Churchill. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wonder, which is the movie with that kid with the face. Uh, I talked about this. There's like the guy with the jean jacket, and he goes to like school, and they're like, there's the kid with the weird face. Anyways, and Victoria and Abdul, which is about Queen Victoria and the Prime Minister of India, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, if I had to guess, I'd say Dark Tower because Gary Oldman looks like Winston Churchill in that movie. It does not look like Gary Oldman. Yeah. Uh, there's only three nominees in this category. Interestingly enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have anything. Like, I don't yeah, know. I, don't. I, w- I want you to pick one, DJ. I'll just go shout out to Gary Oldman for doing a good job yeah. as Commissioner Gordon. There we go. Uh, this one, this this is like some of these. I just vote by name. Live action short. You know what? We're not even gonna do this one, DJ. No, skip it. Uh, there is one though. Oh wait, no, never mind. Uh, I have to give a shout out to Palmer at some point. Foreign language film. I I just can't. I just don't know any no. of them. I don't know any other languages. Film editing. This is where. Uh, this is a good one. The Shape of Water. Baby Driver. I Tanya. Dunkirk and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. I gotta go, Baby Driver. I'm film editing. That movie what is it, slick. Like, what, it, what does that mean? Like it's, how well it's like cutting like how quick it's paced how like it's pacing um, those kind of things like, they, they say a lot um the best film editing you don't notice yeah so yeah. like uh, you know how um this isn't a great example you know how like suicide squad it's just like they have the like really weird opening 10 minutes yeah that's bad editing they, they just like cut it all weird and it looks yeah. weird but like even um even some like marvel movies like you see like a fight scene you just have no idea what's going on yeah, so many cuts uh it's just kind of like it makes things seamless and move and kind of look perfectly. Yeah. And it's it's hard to like describe it if you're not a film editor because yeah. you don't know what they're doing. You just know it just like isn't bad. Yeah. But uh, I'm yeah. I'm sure a film editor like watch it. I'm sure like people that like do that professionally when they watch movies they like. That's all they see. Yeah. That they must. They mm-hmm. must. That must drive them insane. <laughs> and even like like limited stuff like you do you did a little bit of editing and like stuff yeah. like that like to make things not look like really bad it's just like sometimes it's hard especially when like it's like a imagine editing the phantom menace yeah you're just like what what do you do there yeah i uh i gotta give a shout out to paper driver that movie's just so slick and clean dj i'm telling you it's clean uh film editing uh this is uh this is not a shot at the film editor but dunkirk's just like in sequential storytelling not the editor's fault just it's funny that it's nominated for editing i feel like if you edited that movie so it was like there was a through line it would be better i feel like like that's a weird because to me it felt like a lot of the like like the tom hardy stuff like yeah. when he's like flying in the plane a lot of it felt like overly long and like yeah. drawn out to me like i like i noticed that so like I, yeah I'm not yeah sure about that. it's weird but that's that's its style, so mm-hmm. whatever. Documentary short, I won't. Yeah. We don't have to do. Uh, I voted for heroin. It's a heroin like the drug within little apostrophes e. Mm. So I assume it's about women and heroin. I voted for that one. I have no idea. Documentary feature. Uh, I voted for Last Man in Aleppo because Aleppo. What is Aleppo? Mm-hmm. That, that's a good throwback. 
don't know what you mean. Do you not remember when Gary Johnson was just like, what's Aleppo? And it's like in Syria. That was a good time, yeah, DJ. Yeah, I vaguely remember. Maybe. Okay. Here we go. This is, uh, we're, get, we're getting big here, DJ. Directing. Paul Thomas Anderson for Phantom Thread. Jordan Peele for Get Out. Guillermo del Toro for The Shape of Water. Christopher Nolan, Dunkirk. Greta Gerwing, Lady Bird. Been a lot of been a lot of talk about this category this yeah. year. A lot of. I want you to give, give me give me some thoughts. Like I've only seen Dunkirk and Get Out. Mm-hmm. I would choose Get Out. I think honestly, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but like also Christopher Nolan needs an Oscar eventually. Yeah, so like maybe maybe <laughs> just give it to him here. Um, I personally, I agree with you on Get Out. I think that movie, uh, it's it's hard because. That movie's just, like, that's Jordan Peele's movie. That's his, like, vision. Yeah. His, like, thing. So it's hard to, like, decide whether it's directing or the writing or, like, what about it makes it the best. Yeah. I think directing is where he would deserve that. Because he, just, like, even the way that movie's shot is so good. And in conjunction, like, with the story. Yeah. So, like, I think it's cause, like, just, like, looking. It looks really good, but you're, like, in, like, this dark house. And then, like the close-ups of his face and stuff like that and the way things spin around because like you have no idea like really what's going on yeah but like it's so good yeah i i voted for everything you said i said the game of the tour would win though (laughs) for the shape of water all all that said um just it just seems shape of water is just that's your prediction or that's that's my prediction jordan peele should win for get out um Let's go next. Did we do a best cinematography? Is that isn't that a category? Yeah, that's that's an up top category. I know, I know, I know you're waiting for that, DJ. Exactly. Yeah. Costume design. You ready for this one? The Shape Suicide of Water, Squad. Darkest Hour, Suicide Phantom Squad. Thread, Victorian Suicide Abdul, Suicide or Beauty Suicide and the Squad. Beast. Suicide Squad. I voted for. Hear me out. This is a movie I've never seen. Phantom Thread. Okay. You know why I voted for Phantom Thread for costume design? Why? The movie is about a costume designer. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Problem solved. Uh, shout out to Shape of Water's costume design. I feel like I love everything about that movie except the movie itself. Cause like it looks so good and everything, but just like, and even like the story for the most part's interesting. It's just that one little thing that got me. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. Uh, Suicide Squad should win though. Yeah, Suicide Squad should win all of the awards. Uh, here we go, DJ. This one's for you. Cinematography. Mm-hmm. Rachel Morrison, Mudbound. Uh, um, from what I understand, she's the first female nominee for Best Cinematography. Oh, good award. for her. Uh, Hoyt Van Hoytema, Dunkirk. Roger Deakins, Blade Runner 2049. the winner. Bruno Del Bonel, Darkest Hour, and Dan Lawrenson for The Shape of Water. It's got to be Dunkirk for this one. Or not, no, sorry. It's got to be Blade Runner for you this think one. It, I, I'm not, I want to be so certain, no, but like... I, I think it should be. Just, yeah, I, I agree, obviously. Because, like, that movie, like, no one would stop talking about how beautiful it is. Like, the story yeah. itself is, like, cool and interesting, but, like, it just looks so good. Yeah. And, like, I think the, uh, like, we've discussed the movie, it was not a commercial success at all. Yeah. At, like, at all. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the people who saw it, like, all they could talk about is how beautiful it was. And I think, yeah. like, obviously, like, you have to watch these movies to vote on. Well, you don't, you don't have to, but, like, as the Academy, it is, you're kind of, like... Yeah. So you kind of have to watch Blade Runner twenty four nine, and like I can't imagine you getting out of that movie being like, eh, it looks fine. Yeah. And like Roger Deakins is, like, I don't know cinematographers. I know Roger Deakins. Like he's a big guy. Yeah, I've heard of him, but that's just because Blade Runner. For yeah. Me. So like he, I, from what I understand, he he deserves. He needs. Yeah. He's one of those guys who just just needs an Oscar. Yeah. Makes me real sad about Blade Runner, because like, 
like they kind of have like there's parts in that movie where they're kind of like they're looking for another one like they want to do it yeah and like ridley scott whatever he have influence he has still like has said like he has plans for a third like that's what he wants yeah. who knows what he even holds for that franchise anymore he's still like involved okay. also ridley like, scott hasn't made a good movie in a long time hot yeah. take um the, i've been i'm sorry the, i just realized now that this list is not in order of imports this is alphabetical oh nice <laughs> so, so so we might have a long way to go um partially because like the next one's best picture but we're not doing that next okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna make it so it's good animated short the only reason i say this is because palmer says your basketball is going to win because it's written by kobe bryant nice so yeah that's that good that's all i have to say about that good uh for kobe bryant for just kind of you know expanding <laughs> you know, like... yeah good for him uh this one here uh i got a lot to say about this one dj animated feature film ferdinand the breadwinner loving vincent the Boss Baby and Coco. Mm, the Boss Baby. So clearly Coco's going to win this. Yeah. Uh, the Academy doesn't do animated films very well. Yeah. Uh, There's a certain film I think you're about to bring up. <laughs> there is. Be there. Uh, the Lego Batman movie. Yes. Um, I'm not, I won't, I wouldn't say that it's going to win. I know it's not, but like, like, come on. <laughs> come on, guys. Yeah, like not even a nomination. Like, uh, I can't speak to Loving Vincent or The Breadwinner. I'm sure they're fine films, but like The Boss Baby and Ferdinand, we're saying those movies are better than Lego Batman movie. Lego Batman movie's got broad appeal. Mm-hmm. Everyone loved that movie. Yeah. And it's weird because this is the year that Logan was nominated for an award. Yeah. Like, you'd think that they would be like, okay, superheroes are a thing. Like, And this is, this is an animated kids movie. Like, yeah. It can be included. Like, But to, my only the only thing that I'm like, whatever, is like, Obviously, the animated feature film, Oscar's a joke. Coco's going to win. Every Disney Pixar movie is going to yeah. win, basically, no matter here's, what. Here's a question. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this movie last week. Mm-hmm. Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Do you think that would have a shot next year? I think it could. Here's what I'm... I'm, I'm just trying to think. What... Because... It, it depends on what Pixar puts out. Yeah. Because, like... Um, the Incredibles 2 is probably, like, already won the Oscar Yeah, that's year. the thing. And, like... Do, do we see Teen Titans go to the movies? <laughs> I want, you know, this is good because I want to live in the I want to live in the reality where Teen Titans goes to the movies, gets nominated, but Spider Verse, there's like, nah, I'm kind of confused. Why is it Peter Parker Spider Man? Yeah, I think um, I it's impossible because like, um, I, the Oscar traditionally is treated uh, like anime really poorly. It's like movies like Your Name, which is just like, like I haven't seen it, I don't care. But like everyone's just like, this is the best movie I've ever seen. As just like not, not, not even, I mean, no one cares yeah. about that. Was that, that was Japanese made, I yeah. assume. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So I mean, but I mean like, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like I assume Loving Vincent and The Breadwinner aren't uh, American animated films because they're not, I haven't heard about them. And you, no. there's an animated movie coming out, you're, you're hearing about it. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I think... I don't know, cause I guess yeah, no, I, I I would I would believe that there's a possibility that those movies are nominated, but I don't know. I mean, like, look, it's hard to say. It doesn't matter, but like nobody. Yeah. Like it's gonna be Coco for this year, and like yeah. I think Pixar, they must have another movie, cause like last year they put out Moana in like December, November time. Mm-hmm. This year Coco, there's gotta be something aside from The Incredibles. I can't. I guess they, anything. they're different though, cause like. The Incredibles 2 is more... This is going to sound weird, but The Incredibles was more of a kid's movie than Coco and Moana are. Mm-hmm. It's like, that one's just like, we're having fun. This Coco's like, 
hey, I'm going to the land of the undead to visit my grandparents. And Moana's yeah. like, I'm going on this journey to find myself and save my family. It's a little different, but yeah. I mean, I think that it's still, they're so obviously like the only people who are like really getting recognized for their animated work. Yeah. Here's the, uh, here we are, DJ. Adapted screenplay. Molly's Game by Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin, of course, he's the writer of The West Wing and Newsroom. Okay. The... Call Me By Your Name, James Ivory. Scott Frank and James Manigold, Logan. Scott Neuster and Michael H. Weber, The Disaster Artist. Virgil Williams and D. Rees, Mudbound. This is, uh... Are you going with Logan or Disaster Artist? I'll... Hear me out, DJ. I'm going with Call Me By Your Name. Okay. Because that movie, uh... I hear a lot of talk about, but, like... I, I just, the way of all the other categories are falling, I don't see it. And I think uh, just that's just the way it's going to go. I think that movie, like, is a best picture, not contender. It won't win best picture. I think that movie is best actor contender. Won't win best actor. I think the story, though, will win. Uh, it should be. I, if Logan wins the Oscar for best adapted screenplay, DJ, I, I don't know what I'll do. Yeah. Like, it won't. Like, it, no. there's no way. But, like... I just like the uh, the thought of the entire academy watching Logan. Yeah. Just feels good to think about because like you, they're looking at it and they're like they must be like okay. Fair enough. We, we see like what the appeal. Of I this get is. it. So like. Like Martin Scorsese watched Logan in theory. Mm-hmm. Like, th- I think it'd be exciting just the idea of like, oh. Oh, I got a great idea. I got a, I got a good thought here, DJ. Just like people are just like watching these and like, then they're like, this is like a viable market for me. Like some like huge director, like obviously like this is a bad example because Christopher Nolan made three superhero movies, but like someone like Christopher Nolan or like yeah. a huge director is like, this is something like we can do and not, it, can, it won't be dumb. Yeah. Imagine like Denny Villeneuve like watches like Logan and he's like, you know what? Superman Red Sun is a very interesting concept. Let's do this. Like, yeah, imagine like, that. It's, like, it's hard because, like, they're just... Logan's special in the way that it's not really, like, a universe film. Yeah. But, like, I mean, if I had someone like Martin Scorsese knocking on my door being like, hey, I want... I really need to make a Superman movie right now. I'd be like, yes, sir. Thank yes. you. Yes. <laughs> so, like... Come out on the Comic-Con stage and be like, our universe is over. We have Martin Scorsese. Yeah, so, like, I think that... I'm going to call this a win, DJ. Yeah? We won. Yeah. The nerds won. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have, I have one question, though, like, mm-hmm. for adapted screenplay. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, an adaptation of something completely separate? Because, like, Logan is not an adaptation of the Old Man Logan comic. No, well, like... like it's, it kind of is, but it's like, also not. The Disaster Artist is adapted of the book by Greg Sestero, who is, like, the second main character in The Room. Okay. Who's like uh, Tommy Wiseau's best friend? Mm-hmm. Obviously, there there's differences. Like it's okay. different. Like uh, I'm trying to remember who adapted screenplay last year. I could not tell you, but like Molly's Game is a book. Mm-hmm. Call Me by Your Name, a book. So like these aren't obviously these aren't. Logan's I I would say is the loosest definition of it. Yeah. But like I haven't read that book, but I know it's like not like the movie. But it Logan is it, original is original, and everything else is adapted basically. Yeah. I would say it's hard. You're hard pressed to find an original screenplay these days to get nominated. Yeah. But uh, I digress. 
uh here we go next this is uh this one will probably fly through a little bit this is more just like me guessing games and stuff like that because i haven't seen any of these movies that are actress in a supporting role octavia spencer the shape of water leslie manville phantom thread laurie metcalf ladybird allison janney dj of course allison janney starred in the west wing <laughs> uh i mary j blige mudbound i went with uh allison janney i just because everyone said she was gonna win <laughs> yeah okay and uh that's that and then we got uh we'll go actor in supporting role actor in supporting role christopher Plummer. all the money in, in the world do you re- recognize this this is the movie uh, Kevin uh, Spacey got cut out of and Christopher Palmer replaced him in like two weeks. Yeah, got nominated for an Oscar. Uh, Woody Harrelson, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. I think we know your vote, DJ. Yeah. Sam go. Rockwell, also Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. William Defoe, Willem Defoe, The Florida Project, and Richard Jenkins, The Shape of Water. I could not tell you who Richard Jenkins is in The Shape of Water, therefore I cannot vote for that one. Mm-hmm. But I... I um, I, I said William Defoe in the Florida Project just because I don't know it seems nice I like that guy yeah. he played uh, he played Norman Osborn in Spider Man nice. but I was like it'd be funny if Christopher Plummer won I just thought that'd be interesting yeah you know what bothers me what's so, that Woody Harrelson what's not that? him like something it's something having to do yeah. with him and this whole like meme on our show okay. that I love him so much. Mm-hmm. Like, the meme stems from, yes, one time I said I enjoy Woody Harrelson as an actor. Yeah. The problem is, like, for Solo, right? Yeah. What a brilliant casting <laughs> for a character we don't even know yet. Just so, like, of course Woody Harrelson knew Han Solo. That just yeah. makes so much sense, right? Yeah. Yep. And then it's just it's ruined for me. Yep. Like I'm everything's gonna be on screen now. I'm gonna be like, dang it! I know Jackson's looking at me and smiling. But it's it's terrible. It's terrible. There we go. Here we go. Uh, we're we're back to actress in leading role. Sally J- Sally Hawkins, Shape of Water. Margot Robbie, I Tonya. Margot Robbie, a star of the Oscar award-winning film Suicide Squad. Yeah. Frances McDormand, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Sarah Ronan, Lady Bird, and Meryl Streep for The Post. You got any horses in this race, no, DJ? I, don't have a horse in that I race. guess Francis McDormand, just because. I just want another Suicide Squad person to win an Oscar. It's Suicide Squad. It's, there's every Oscar. Like, right? You're allowed to be in a good movie. Just don't recognize the bad one. <laughs> this one here. You ready, DJ? Yeah. Actor in a leading role: Timothy Chalamet, Call Me by Your Name; Denzel Washington, Roman J. Israel Esquire; Daniel Day Lewis, Phantom Thread; Gary Oldman, The Darkest Hour; and Daniel Kaluuya, Get Out. So uh, here I voted for Gary Oldman just because he looked he 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 became Sir Winston Churchill. I want I think it'd be cool to see Daniel Day Lewis win because that's gonna be his fourth best actor Oscar, but I don't think he will. And uh, Get Out, there's no way. Yeah. Random question. No, that, this is a dumb question. But like, has a black man ever won that role? That yes, Sidney Poitier yes. has won it twice. Okay. Is that and. Anything? Is that it? Oh, uh, I'm trying to think. Denzel Washington must have won before. Yeah, I think what I, so. That's what I, when I, was I think he won before. Question, I was like, wait, Denzel Washington's won one. Yeah. Um, and I feel like someone won one recently. I can't remember who though. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, I wanted to give a shout out. I forgot to mention uh, actor in a supporting role. Should have been uh, my boy Francis Xavier, Charles Xavier. That actually is a good one because he did, he did a great he, job. Yeah. Uh, here we go, DJ. Now this is what we've been waiting for. Best picture? Yeah, I gotta find it now though, because I was all out of order. Best picture. Call me by your name. Get out. Ladybird. The Post. Phantom Thread. Dunkirk. The Shape of Water. Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, and The Darkest Hour. 
Well, sorry. Darkest Hour, not The Darkest Hour. Yeah. Um, the Dark Tower. <laughs> dark Tower. Uh, a disappointing movie, not because it was necessarily bad. Just it could have been better. Yeah. Uh, my vote here, DJ? Three Billboards Outside Living, Missouri. Oh, I've seen several of these movies. I haven't seen that one, but I still think it's going to win. Mm-hmm. Just because everyone... It's one of those things where I see everyone being like... Whenever you like Three Billboards, and it's just like... A, a gif of punching you in the face yeah <laughs> but like i think i think the academy is gonna eat it up yeah can i write in for this award is it later on 24 yeah uh, that would be my pick well, uh, like, i don't know anything so like my opinions don't matter if um my head my second guess is shape of water and yeah there's no way get out wins there isn't but like, that would be my pick out of those movies <laughs> those are the only one i that dunker the only two i've seen could you imagine yeah that would be huge place, that place would go wild didn't it was the Grammys that Moonlight won at, right? No, the op- the op- Moonlight's a movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I distinctly remember last year, uh, La La Land won Best Picture, and I was like, yes, this is awesome. And then they're like, I'm sorry, Moonlight won Best Picture, and it became like a thing for like two weeks. Good like meme. a meme. Good meme. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Moonlight won last year, and... So like... It's more so about Get Out's themes because I'm seeing some people talk about like how like the Academy doesn't like Get Out because of like, black people, some, not like because of black people, but like some of the themes it's like suggesting and things like that. That's yeah. what I like, tangentially saw. I like, I like I'm equally like yeah, I'm also just like eh, I don't know. I feel like there's a I don't is it more because it's like kind of like I th- weird and artsy kind of thing. Or, yeah, or? a lot of people are just like it's just not a good movie. It's, like, not an Oscar movie, which I understand. It's not a traditional Oscar movie. Yeah, it's not a traditional movie. Yeah, no. It's a very... It, yeah, it's very different for the Oscars, but I think, I mean, there there are ways to say that some of the movies that have won Best Picture in the Oscars don't have any relevance today. Like, I would say, um, like, something, like, a lot of movies that have come out before, like, one movie wins Best Picture a year. It's not always the one people remember the most i would say it rarely is like last year moonlight won the grand i never saw moonlight but like oh and i think about that like once a week i'm just like ah, what, what a lovely time so like I, it it's not i'm not gonna be like morally hurt if something i didn't want to wins because i'm like ah, well i can still watch that movie yeah except for suicide squad that that, that yeah, hurt that can't, hurt can't, can't watch that <laughs> But, like, yeah, it's Oscars are weird in the sense where, like, I tweeted out uh, yesterday the Razzies that include the best and worst thing about Hollywood. The Razzies, are, of course, the worst films of the year. Yeah. I think it's hilarious. I'm also like, oh, why do we need to do this? Yeah. It's, I mean, like, the same can be said for the Oscars. It's like, oh, this is awesome. Celebration of film, but not, not the films I don't like. Yeah. That's... Yeah. It's also, there's just, you know, like, it's a, this is going to be weird because, like, culturally, it's, like, different this year, I think. Yeah for varying factors um in that case yeah. though dj i think i mean i assume that took too long oh yeah that that took way longer than i expected it to yeah. well we got, got a lot to say yeah. we're always recapping mm-hmm. shout out to 2016 again or 2017 yeah. oh boy shout out to 2016 too though yeah 2016 good year good la la land and moana yeah i think with those i've watched what, what, moana what I recently 2016 i think what did i enjoy in 20 nothing nothing i can't i can't think of a year where i enjoyed something well what about last year no, no. Are you sure? Last year, yesterday, it's a pretty good day for you. Yeah, it was a pretty good day for me. What yeah. What was good in 2016 that I'm thinking of? Uh, Uncharted 4. 
That was good. You know, guess, what, you know what? 2016 sucked. I'm throwing it out there. Bad year. Bad year. I gotta say, 2016 started off me, like, really, like, getting more interested in, like, films and stuff like that. Because I watched La La Land, and I was like, I can watch a movie that doesn't have people punching each other, and it can be really good. Like, I, like I knew that, but, like, I didn't, like, know it. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. And then I was just like, well, I would have, like, I was planning on going to see Lady Birds. So I would have seen that. So, like, I would have been at, like, I would have seen half of the Oscar-nominated films this year. Which is pretty good, considering... Very other few other people say that, so... Yeah. Which is weird to think about, because, like, everyone votes, everyone, like, has an opinion. To be fair, I voiced some just random opinions for no reason Yeah. on this podcast. But, you know, welcome to the Chairman Show. Yeah. Your weekly, uh, makeup. Not makeup session. I shouldn't. That sounds too close to makeup session. Yeah. We just make stuff up. Can, can, you, can you just stand the show? Like, this is... You're doing a bad job right now. Make stuff up like this outro. Yeah. Have a good night.